0: The Up with the Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Services. They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning, which includes lets and Airbnb, and also offer ironing and laundry services. You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios. You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page, or you can contact them by visiting their website, UnicornCleaningServices.co.uk. It's White end. He sends Dundee United down! Garaget yeah, should
1: be scored in a broken goal! Neil McGahn for Dundee! Sends one in. Oh, Brian right. Albert with a header! Dundee have taken the lead! Good ball in. it across by Walker. And
2: oh, a damn Nice ball inside! It's in! Dundee have scored! An amazing winner that will be! Sprinting from the midfield, Georgian
1: and Absolutely brilliant!
2: Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. This one is a player interview. I don't think we really need to do a long introduction. He bleeds that blue. He is on his way to making over 250 appearances for Dundee also. Um, you know, he's played right back, he's played centre back, he's played in midfield as well, and now he finds himself at left back. Kami Kerr. Kami, how are you doing, mate?
3: Yeah, good guys. Thanks thanks for having me on. Um, been looking forward to this. So, thanks very so much. Good.
2: So have we, so have we. Panic in, panic in. We had a few technical a issues bit. beforehand, yeah. but yeah, we got there. We'll be alright. We'll be we'll fine.
0: fine. Totally yeah. fine.
2: So, I'll well, say Paul's here as well. Um, oh, no, I know. Thanks. He shunted to the second. That's cool. <laughs> Usually first. I've got my new co-host, Scami. Yeah. <laughs> I, <come on. laughs> but kami we'll just fair the question. questions. So, um, like <laughs> signing for Dundee, how did that happen?
3: Um, well, obviously, when I was younger days, I was it was community stuff, just going to the community classes at Dundee. But um, to sign full time, I was obviously in the in the youth system. Um and I would have been 16, played in the 19s obviously with administration stuff all the mm-hmm. age groups were totally different, they were all mucked up you were playing up, you were playing down every week um, and it was just a case of playing away with the 16s and eventually going up to the 19s sitting on the bench um, and that was when Barry Smith was kind of taking the 19s and then obviously what happened, what admin, he ended up being the manager um, and it was Gordon Wallace that was kind of taking the 19s and um, and it was end of fifth year for me. It was end of the exams and stuff like that. Last exam, uh, came home, missed call, Gordon Wallace. I was like, oh, I know what this, know what this is. So obviously, <laughs> I was nervous because that's the only thing you wanted to do. Yes. Was was sign a contract and uh, phoned him back. And he, he just says, look, the managers want to offer you a contract uh, full time. So like that, that was me. set what I wanted to do. Um, and that was kind of the start of it there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, full time yeah. being done. You sign your first professional deal, so yeah, that was that was great. But um, obviously, that was just a, the beginning of a long a long journey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, you mentioned it was during the, like the administration. Was mm-hmm. there was there a lot of boys that were offered full time contracts around that time, or did you find yourself really lucky to be offered one?
3: No, I think I was I was probably lucky in the mm-hmm. fact that the years before it was it was people like Jamie Reed and stuff who. Mm-hmm. Kind of were stretched thin as like you say, like a skeleton staff. Like they had to run about and do so many things, mm. just because they didn't have like the youth, the youth boys there. There was about six of them full time that were doing like everything, but they they get to train. The lucky part of that is they'd probably get to train with the first team a lot. Whereas now, mm. like you see, you know, youth teams that are like f- strength wise, like they've got a lot of boys, but they'll never get an opportunity to go and show themselves to the first team. And that's how. Mm people like Jamie and and people even like Danny Cavana and that getting on the bench and stuff like that, that's how they got their chance as well because they went in and and, and made an impact with the first team, whereas a lot of boys might probably not get that now. Um, So I was probably lucky in that that stage as well, but we were second year, so we were a year younger than Jamie and stuff, the guys that I went full-time, I think there was about five or six of us that got a deal full-time, which again isn't a lot, but that made about 12, 13 of us, that were a squad kind of, and that was it was a close knit group, um, mainly a boys for Dundee that all got on, so it was great, right? and that was kind of my first year in with them learning,
0: um, so yeah, it was good, it was good. So when you, you signed for Dundee, did you honestly think I'll still be here, like two hundred, nearly two
3: hundred and fifty games later? <laughs> nah, wait, I, people ask that all the time, it's such a difficult kind of thing to answer because i never really stop and Mm -hmm. think about it and even now like i've got obviously maybe speak about that later on or whatever but i've got things in my head that i want to get to and i want to achieve and and all that but you never sit and think i will have done that (laughs) and even when i was young all it was was like the next day the next game trying to impress all and then it just seems to be a snowball effect Mm -hmm. there yeah that even the things that have happened, like wee monumental things that have happened in your career, not make you, but take you probably one way or another. At Mm -hmm. some point, it's like a fork in the road of where you're going to go. And it's crazy how kind of things may not work or or might work for you, that that you've made that decision down the line someplace. eh? So Mm -hmm. I don't really... Yeah, I look now and think, you're almost at 250 games for the team you've grown up supporting. You're going, like, that's that's good. But Mm -hmm. at that time, when I look back it's went so quick, literally like a flash. I could think back to my first day full-time with with Barry Smith and and Ray Fartherham, you know, my first time getting hauled in the first team dressing room and you've got initiation. Like I remember that like it was yesterday. With boys like Brad Douglas and stuff like that, like you're going into a changing room with big characters, eh? Mm. And that, that makes you not who you are but it certainly gives you a, th- a thicker skin and you've got to try and deal with things better I didn't eh? even
0: think of a question for that like what What? come on then what was the initiation <laughs> oh, well, like, <laughs>
3: obviously you've got your song in that that you yeah. go in with the first team but I remember like it was like when I was younger I was the smallest of the group proper <laughs> nervous because I was like a Dundee fan like mm-hmm. I was going to all the games still, Yeah. even on a Saturday when I wasn't doing the kit um, so you get hauled in and they're all up on like the benches standing, mm. big rabs to your left, right, wee man. Like, um what are you gonna to bring to the dressing room? And I am going sixteen <laughs> year old, going what? And then like, I'll clean your bits. Yeah, like, well, I was on his boots as well. I was like, <laughs> like oh no. And then like, just things r- ridiculous things like, show us your best sex position. <laughs> I am sixteen year old, going, I've not got a clue. Do you know what I mean? Not a clue. So it was just crazy. Like sixteen year old, you are thrown, you are thrown right in the deep end. Yeah, um, But again, they're kind of things that just
1: mm-hmm.
3: kind of do give you that, that thicker skin or something. Yeah.
2: Well, I guess if Big Rap's telling you to sing a song you're singing a song, Oh, right? yeah, oh yeah. You're, you're yeah. That, yeah. So what was that, about 2010 11, so you're singing Lady Gaga or something? Yeah,
3: 2012 <laughs> that was and you're just, I can't even remember what song to be fair, but you're <laughs> proper nervous. Mm-hmm. But there are things that you've got to do as yeah. a young yeah. lad as well. There There's so many things that happen as a young lad that First team boys are probably testing
1: you,
3: <laughs> and they're deliberately doing it because we do it like being a wee bit older now. Like you do it to the younger lads now. It's, obviously, it's slightly different mm-hmm. stuff now, but just wee things that you think, right? Okay, he's dealt with that well. He's he, you know what I like mean, good character and stuff yeah. like that. So
2: yeah, so you're you on about like, like big characters <laughs> in the dressing room. So who would have probably been like your um, your biggest influence at the beginning
3: of your career? My beginning of my career. Yeah. yeah. Um. What well, yeah. before I before I went full time or when I was well in, maybe like <laughs> biggest
2: influence before you went full time and
3: yeah well obviously that. obviously everyone knows growing up that like Barry Smith was like my, my hero. Yeah. My influence biggest influence was what or, or inspire my dad was like everything in terms of he never put pressure on me but mm-hmm. he was the one that got me into football and stuff like that. Um and I'll probably be probably be hated for, for saying this on a podcast, but Paul Dixon was actually a massive, massive influence on me mm-hmm. because when I first went into the youth academy, I got played left back.
1: And, right.
3: and Paul Dixon was playing left back mm-hmm. for Dundee and he became like, I tried playing the way he did in terms of, like, he had a great left foot, you know what I mean? So I tried to work on that all the time. Um and I was, I was proper devastated when he went to United, eh? but obviously <laughs> I've spoke to him since I actually know him now. Yeah. And, and that's the weird thing. Like my first, my first game, my first SPL start was up against him.
1: Yeah.
3: And it was like a surreal kind of, kind of thing. It was like, I'd grew up all these years trying to get better on my left foot to be, not play like him, but you know what I mean? Yeah. To get better because I played in the academy. He was the first team player. Um, and i to play up against him, so obviously, in your back pocket as well. Well, yeah, yeah. I won't <laughs> go into that, but just the things like that yeah. I always say my dad and, and stuff's been massive for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but Barry, everyone knows it's not a secret really that he was mm-hmm. so big and, and me growing up because I was just in love with Dundee and I thought he is Dundee, mm-hmm. yeah, he epitomises what Dundee's about and a team full of like. Superstars. He was a he was a captain mm-hmm. of that team still, um,
0: and full forget that.
3: I, I just don't think he gets still enough credit for what he done for Dundee.
0: Yeah,
3: uh, yeah. even though he's one of the biggest legends I think there is in mm-hmm. a Dundee shirt. Eh?
2: He but, kind of flies under the radar when you look at the names that he's up against. Oh yeah, the appearances and yeah, like you say it's and incredible. He, yeah, but he I think he he was due a testimonial like and he turned it down or also in the situation or mm-hmm. when at the time I don't think the the club were well off, but um, um, even then he just wanted to get on and I think a lot of people forget that as
3: well. Nah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Just a marker who he is I think.
2: Yeah. Um, going, on, going on about your Dixon comment, there, I can imagine the boys that had the, the Dixon Judas sheets out after he sings back. be scoring it out. Yeah. You're going to bring out scoring, but out <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>,
0: probably. <laughs> yeah, Dundee had some, some youth boys coming through then. It was Kevin McDonald yeah. and Scott Robertson and that for South. Yeah, they probably. were brilliant. Like, <clears> yeah. like, they now. were brilliant. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so. Someone else. See in the kind of like your early Dundee career, was there any sort of like setbacks that you faced, and if you did, how did, Again, you, what like, did you do? You overcome them. Of, uh, well,
3: see, see, growing up in my youth, like when I played youth, I was—I go back to—I was always the smallest by, and I'm saying a good bit, mm. and that was kind of a big thing. Then that it was like all about, oh, you're too small, like that. It's always kind of been labelled mm, yeah. the Scottish football <clears> Yep, you're too small, you you can't play, you need to be a big lad and you poke yourself up and you've got to grow. And that was every year, when it was probably from 14s, 15s, and the jump was to 17s when we were still playing SPL football at the academy. Mm-hmm. Um, and from 14s to 17s every year, that was what got labelled, hey, you've got to grow. Mm-hmm. You've got to grow or worried about your... And even when I went full-time, I was still the smallest. It just stuck with me. And from probably like age 19... I had that wee, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, growth spurt, and I was so, fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was probably my only, not only, obviously, but my main kind of setback when I was yeah. younger, that I was always the smallest, but I obviously came through that. But going going full-time, once I signed full-time, I've probably more setbacks than mm. than, than good things in terms of like going out on loan for a second time. That... That almost, I didn't almost, done my head in completely. But you come out the other side of it because I yeah. thought I was ready to go and play. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I went out and uh, got a young player at Peterhead, had six months there, done really well, and I came back and I thought, right, I'm going to challenge. I think it was McGinn and, and Gary Irvin at the time.
1: Yeah.
3: And I came back, start of the season, Hartley in and off, out the bench, and then out the squad, out the squad, and I think I've spoke a few times about this, and I went. I went up to Inverness with the 20s and got sent off and I went in the next day to Dens to not to kind of make a point but kind of punish myself a wee bit I was pretty bad for doing that when I was young mm-hmm. and Hartley was in it was a day off and he wouldn't speak to me he went on the pitch with the Bryans the groundsman and I was doing running around the track and he just rubbered me and he, and he I think he phoned Jim McNally that night and was like take him back take him back and then what for uh, sake? And I went back there and my head just wasn't, wasn't, because I thought I should have been playing. Mm -hmm. But looking back now, it was the best thing, Mm -hmm. the best thing that he'd done. And I owe Hartley, like,
0: a lot. Yeah. Um, Kelly, what you were saying, like, mm -hmm. you know, the test of character and stuff like that. Do you feel like that was. I I think it was, yeah. Um, I don't know if
3: he'd maybe, I think maybe now he would say it was definitely Mm -hmm. the test of character, but he was probably learning as a manager as well. But I just thought, how could he? how could he do that? Like, I was like, he couldn't even speak to me that day, but he was just probably annoyed at the end. Uh, but that that second spell, I learned 10 times more because the first time I went, nothing, nothing went wrong. You're on about setbacks. Yeah. Um, sent off, not playing, just not, well, I couldn't believe how bad I was playing. I was like, how, how can't I play the way I was before? But then when you come back and, and you know I mean? Grow into about, about things kind of falling into place mm-hmm. um, they luckily done that for a wee bit but that would probably be my biggest setback I think
2: probably at least, seen you and Hartley pictures together you know like during that time as well yeah. uh, I always felt like he maybe no, he was, seen he as a, like, like I mean, he always took me also he's a manager but yeah. he took you under the wing because you see he'd be at games like it would be on BBC Scotland or something and then you see him there, and you'll be beside him, like yeah. taking in the no, game as well. he
3: was <clears throat> obviously there. There was that spell, but you go like back to it. I think he was trying to mm-hmm. make me stronger. And by the end of the time that he left, like I, I'd like to think I was like one of his reliable players. Um, he yeah, I owe him a lot. You're right. He used to he used to say to us like, "Anyone want to go to a game tonight?" And it was it was I think it was the the game you're on about it was like the four for playoff. I just love going to football games, eh? Yeah. I love what boys are like. Why would you want to go and watch football on your day off? I'm like, I love, I love going to games, eh? Um, and he was like, Right, I'll pick you up at half six, then make sure you're there, don't be late. And that's all you would say. And I was thinking, Is he taking the mic here? Is he Has is he been serious? But I'd make sure I was there at half six. He was there right on the dot, right, jump in, take you up and just speak about football. And you just learn off him so much, eh? Class. With the career he's had and. He was he was honestly brilliant. I loved him to bits.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so it was obviously sad. To, it was sad when he left there, eh? but yeah. sort of that, again, that happens in football, and it's just it's just part of it.
2: Yeah, if it, sometimes run its courses in football. Yeah, sadly, it? yeah, that, yeah. But that is the the way of it. But we'll speak about your uh, coming through the ranks, but just one more time. But you see, plenty of players coming in who you think oh, they've got something about them. Maybe came on for a few minutes here and then something bit of skull and... Like they want to watch, uh-huh. but nine times out of ten, like boys fall by the wayside and they're, they're released, and you uh-huh. maybe no here for them again. Uh-huh. So, how do you feel? What do you feel you've done differently to other players to kind of get to where you are now? Or is it just a case that you got your head down and um just worked hard?
3: No, yeah, it was that, but everyone kind of, I wouldn't like to say labels me with just being a hard worker. Mm because I'd hate that just to be the case. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mr. Reliable. Uh, have you know well, what I mean? Like, I, take I, some questions. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Delete. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> it, was, it was that, though, in terms of, like, when I went full-time, I knew that there were better players than me by a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I was never, growing up, I was, I was probably one of the best in the team in terms of I was technically good, I could use both feet, but I was never the best player mm-hmm. and to, you know change a game or mm-hmm. um but when i went full time i just made sure from the like the moment day one i was like i'm giving this everything i've got and i can't fall short of it. um like my attitude had to be spot on it was like i was willing to do like the kit every week i mean i was like look can i just do the kit every week so it got to the point because i loved going to the games it was like right kami and one more doing the game so they were buzzing that they got the extra weekend but I was just buzzing I was going to the games and being in in amongst it so I'd have to just say it was like my attitude in that and I try and keep that now to this day in terms of you know my attitude has to be spot on and stuff like that like I was so so disciplined with everything I'd done Um, which like I still get pelters for it now from some of the lads that I came through with um, no, Mr. Busy Balls and all that. <laughs> <laughs> like <Teachers> that yeah, <laughs> like that, all that stuff. But that's just the way it was. I, I, yeah. I just knew that if I was going to try and be a footballer, that I wanted like all I'd wanted to do since I was four year old, mm-hmm. that that's what the kind of sacrifice I had to do to get there. So that would be it.
2: You must be quite jealous of the <coughs> players now that get to
3: go and do the ball boy duties. Then don't yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I only I'd got to do that once. <laughs> yeah, they get to do that. i only had to do it a few times, so a bit, bit jealous of that. You could
2: have shut up. Is that set at the, at the stands in Yorkshire?
0: <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I would have been no use of that, but uh, nah, it was good. <laughs> we'll, get, uh, um, we'll speak about the breakthrough and the team. What, Jack? Yeah. yeah, let's
2: go for it. Yeah, smooth <laughs> away for the. Your side,
0: yeah, must go, go to win start it. Getting to the first team. So your first taste of uh, playing with the first team came in a five-one victory away to Montrose in a friendly in the summer of 2013. Um, obviously, it was only a friendly, but for a young laddy, it must have been a huge milestone for you in your career. Yeah, it was. It was massive. Um, it
3: was again kind of surreal experience, but like one of them that you're just caught up in the moment and your things just fly by. You don't really. Do remember much of it but I would think it was with John Brown was the manager at the time mm. um, and it, he was just so if you're in the first team you're in the first team you're treated the same you know what I mean it mm. was just one of them up on the minibus that night got on um, it was great and that was kind of the start of it as you say getting involved I in had a really good pre-season mm. with the first team um, and that was kind of the start of breaking through trying to get in the squads but then you had the disappointment of being left out a lot. And that, that's a tough thing as a, as a younger lad, is like you're going down to, I don't know, Queen of the South away, <laughs> and you're thinking to yourself, like, I, I probably deserve to be ahead of him,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and, and even being on the bench. But that wasn't always the way it worked. And probably now, even still at first team level, that's not the way it always works. You find yourself, the young lads, maybe one dropped out, mm-hmm. lack of experience, which again, is understandable.
1: Yeah,
3: totally. um, but that, that's where, again, you've got to be probably thick-skinned in terms of taking the, the, the knockbacks. Like, every other week you're training, playing with the 20s, you're doing well. You get to this Saturday, right, you're left out. Left mm-hmm. out. And, and, and nine times out of ten, it was me. Because it, it was me and Whitey that were on the cusp a wee bit of, of coming through. But Whitey would always make the bench, mm-hmm. and I'd be sitting there going, left out, left out. Every, <laughs> and Jinky would give me the arm every other week he'd go, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I'm <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you, told me, you don't need to tell don't me, you to um, but you just have to stick at it, you've got to <laughs> stick at it, and then over time, it would be, oh, you're on the, you know what I mean, you're on the bench, and then you go, and you kind of, you understand that if your strip was out, then you've got a chance, and mm-hmm. you start switching on to all these wee things, mm-hmm. um, but even like on the last day of the season we went up, I remember... The squad had been like, I'd been on the bench. I'd I played the two games, hmm. and the last four games, and we went up, actually started, Cowden, Beeth, and Morton. I remember going to Jinky on the Friday before the game against Dumbarton on the Saturday, worried that I wasn't going to get on the bench. Because obviously, the older lads hadn't they trained, but they'd seen that there was last game, you know, get, on, get mm-hmm. on the bench. So the squad was, there was about 20 odd boys training. I'm sitting there going, I'm going to be left out again. <laughs> but Jinky's like, like, don't worry, you've done great, so nothing to worry about. Eh. And I obviously got on the bench that day, hoping that I would get on, but the game was that tense that there's oh, not a yeah. chance we were coming on. <clears throat> yeah. So me and Whitey were probably just happy to be involved <laughs> and be a fan. <laughs> they yeah. so, so, I think there's a picture of you with yeah. the Georgia,
2: isn't it, gonna you. Yeah, the yeah, one yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the Bobby Cox,
0: yeah. yeah. That was good. You were looking at me there. <laughs> at the top.
2: Uh, speaking yeah, of, those that have bulked up? White and he hasn't have bulked
0: up, is he? <laughs>
3: yeah, White he's. Uh, I know it's not the day we have this podcast. No, no. he no. has well, got injured and came <laughs> back and then. He was he solid, yeah. Solid. <laughs> I, I was thinking it was when he obviously done his cruciate, mm-hmm. um, and I think James McPate was out injured with him at the time, so they they went and done their rehab, and White yeah he came back in absolute
0: unit. Yeah. Um, so fair play to him. At the gym all the time. Old, the gym, yeah. No. That's what happens <laughs> going to the gym with McPake. For God's sake, <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, might give of phone.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll speak about your uh, your debut against Livingston. That was way back in 2014. Yeah. I love these stories with players when you hear them. Because mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's all about how you, how you found out, and obviously your feelings would have been like over the moon, nervous, yeah. probably mixture, of fear <laughs> everything. But like, how did um,
3: like you? But how did it come across how did you get told that you would be starting that much? Well, the, the Livy game, I ended up coming, it was actually a sub, eh? so mm-hmm. I came on, but we were playing terrible that day, I remember it, we hadn't created anything and Bomber, John Brown, the gaffer, you could just tell, it was someone, the game just wasn't going well, eh? and to mm-hmm. be fair, I must have been struggling for bodies if I was coming <laughs> But I just remember him turning round and he just went, "Canny, <clears throat> go and get yourself warmed up. And I went, like, he sent me, boys, like, go on, get yourself ready. So I ran out as quick as I could, Bobby Cox end, and just started warming up. And I think Karen, the physio at the time, had to actually go and tell Kyle Benedictus, go and warm up with him and calm him down. Just make sure he's <laughs> alright.
2: We just sprint and reduce it. Up and the your
3: road. <laughs> just going sprint, sprint, sprint. Kyle's come and go, look, you'll be fine, just just relax, enjoy it, blah blah. So all I hear is the whistle from Bomber. He just used to be able to do it through, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And uh, called me across, and he went, get yourself ready, son, you're going on. I was just shaking, getting ready as quick as I could. He was like, calm down, you'll be fine. And I went on, and I, and I remember I had a shot that, probably a routine save for the goalie. Um, but for those 10 minutes, you're just, honestly, it was like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. It's like you're in a different, space like head space yeah. like it's like yeah. you're watching yourself play in like a computer game or something it was mental <laughs> your yeah, legs
2: are moving but you're moving yeah, was, yeah, was yeah. Just like
3: yeah, yeah running around it was like everything was like, a big blur Um, obviously got beat 1-0 but just to even be on the pitch like you've made your debut for Dundee brilliant like proud moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but disappointing result very disappointing result that day I remember that day being very flat yeah. Um, so yeah gutted to lose but on a personal note mm-hmm. it was just a total surreal moment eh?
2: did you get on before Whitey was he playing um, <laughs> I
3: don't know <laughs> I think Whitey would probably have been on by then yeah
0: yeah, yeah the favourite was on Whitey that's what it sounds like yeah John Brill
2: everybody has like, he's always kind of had a kind of yin-yang kind of reputation among supporters and even Dundee fans as well but the people that I spoke to that worked with
3: him at Dents
2: absolutely loved him oh, yeah. he, was just, he was old
3: school but he was fantastic he, he was amazing yeah. yeah Um. again he's up there with one of the managers that I, I have like so much respect and time yeah. for mm-hmm. like I know that he had like maybe fallings out with people or whatever and stuff like that but for me personally he was he was one of the best guys like to, to look up to in terms of like an honest man um, yeah he was a bit old school but he was just Totally, brilliant. Like even the wee things that he'd done for me when I was, I think it was the, the end of the season that we, we went down, um, the Club 12 kind of season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last <clears> game <throat> at Hibs, I got on the bench that day, but on the Friday, he hauled me in, and I think I have spoke about this before, that he hauled me in his office on the Friday, and it was one of them that get in my office, and I'm going, what have, what have I done, done here? Like, What have I done? I'm, I'm starting racking my brains, have I done this, have I done that? Someone that I've not done his boots right, something like that, and he and he's came in, slammed the door, and he, and he sat down. And he went, "You done the balls for training?" I am like, "Yeah, gaffer, they're all done." He said, like, "Are you doing the kit tomorrow?" I am like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll be there, gaffer. Obviously, last day of the season, but I'll, I'll be there. No, no problem." Mm. He just went, ah, good son, because you'll need to be. Uh, you are going to be on the bench." And it was the way that he said it. It was yeah. like proper, like old school way. Like I was like, "Brilliant, buzzing." He said, like, "You deserved it. You've trained great." Then even like he was like, "How many tickets do you need for your family?" He had all the tickets, so he went. However many you need, mm-hmm. tell me and I'll sort it. Um, so we things like that that just stick with you. Yeah.
2: Um,
3: we sentimental stuff that he was great for me.
2: Sentimental stuff he makes you feel for your life and then
3: tells you you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going <good. laughs> worried sick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he just he was a gentleman to me and 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 he was one of them as well. He loves you like. How bad does it sound? that he loved to just tearing in about boys in training, and mm-hmm. he, he loved that because one of my mates that I love that as well.
2: Well, he's, what, It was under actually, Knox, wasn't
3: he? Yeah, oh, yeah, you go. he was. Oh, I loved yeah. it. But I remember one day in training, I think it was Stephen um, had just come back from a long term injury, mm. and I think I like went in at him, <laughs> and he's went, "Canny, calm, calm down." <laughs> Two minutes later, I've done it again, so he pulled me in at training after because I only know this story because. I'm actually mates with a coach that was involved at Dundee at the time, and he's pulled me in the office in front of all these. Oh fuck! He's like, "Cammy, we have just got Doris back. You've got, you've got a watch. can he be doing that?" I went, "Gaffer, so, so, so sorry, sort of thing. That won't happen again." Walked out the door, but obviously, as I've walked out, he's went out to the coach. And said, I love that. <laughs> and then he's just like, "He's like, never, like, you never take that out on sort yeah. of thing." Um, but obviously, he had to give me the wee kind of clip on the ear but mm-hmm. just wee things like that I thought was great because I think that's maybe missing in football now is yeah. a kind of edge to things eh, that
1: mm-hmm.
3: that some people might not have but yeah
0: Builds your character that yeah, I it does yeah about... football will probably still have that edge but you can't, it's like you kind of tap off nowadays really no I mean games do a wee bit soft oh, Ever-changing. It, it is ever-changing, we'll put yeah. it that way, yeah. <clears> yeah. Developing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So obviously you made your uh, first start for the club in a 4-0 win over Cowden Beath at Dens, 2014 uh, while the club were fighting for the Championship title. So, was that a proud family moment, Yank? Yeah, it, it would have been.
3: Um, as I say, of my family, well, a small, I've got a small family, but my dad's always been, you know, a Dundee fan. Um, he was the one that took me to to all the first games, like four or five year old, had my first season ticket, used to go every week with them and, and you've grown up obviously supporting and, and all the memories and stuff so it was a, a proud moment for my mum and dad and stuff and, and wee sister, even though she's tiny at the time but mm-hmm. um, yeah, really proud moment and again, something that you're on about each wee milestone so I had my debut yeah. and your first start and then that's how you kind of you Probably look back now going right, everything just kind of builds up,
0: and
3: yeah, that was my target tick yeah. next target. Yep, <clears throat> and, I, and I played that game. I thought, <clears throat> I thought I'd done really well, thought I held my own in that game, and um, got a great great victory that day. I think Whitey scored 4 0. Jim yeah. McAllister, Martin Boyle, maybe Nicky Riley. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I don't. I know. should really know this. But maybe Boyly scored yeah. two. I don't know. Can't remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <but> then <laughs> I went. I think well, because I'd done well and I, I looked, you know, quite solid in that game. Went down to Morton the, the week after, mm-hmm. and that's when I think all the fans thought it was gone. Yeah. Um, and again in that game, I thought to myself, I've actually done away fine here. I think I've done well. Mm-hmm. I remember I played two over the top for for Nadie and, and Peter McDonald, and I think. Just missed a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just one of those days. We had we had so many chances to win the game, but it just didn't fall for us. And I went. I remember being back on the bus that night, going, "Oh, no. like that's that could be the league gone, eh?" Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hartley pulled me on Thursday or Friday before the Saturday game at away. and went. Look, I'm going back with experience. I'm putting putting Gaz mm-hmm. Irvin in. And at the time, I was obviously devastated You're thinking, oh my god, typical. But looking back, it was the best thing. Mm -hmm. It was the best thing, not only for me, but for the team. And it was a good managerial decision from him um, and and the right thing to do. Because as a younger lad at the time, you're so caught up in probably emotion as well. That's something that I probably struggled about. Certainly younger days, because you're a fan, you're so caught up in the emotion of it all the time and you probably make rash emotional decisions eh. Um but looking back it was definitely the right the right thing mm-hmm. that he done and it kinda of took us out of the firing line a wee bit. Yeah. Because the, the pressure game was huge. And for a young lad would you be able to deal with it? probably but you can't always take that risk. Yeah
2: definitely. You so said the, the Aloe game, that was um I mean when you start getting the scores coming through then and I start hump Hamlet and then we'll start knocking them in and you think, oh, the league's back on yeah. again here. Um, we used to the scores
3: coming in, Well, Yeah, because I Tuesday. remember, because it was a good day down there actually. The scores, Sunny. I remember yeah. it, because we were warming up and you could hear the wee groups mm-hmm. and I think it was the doctor actually, the, the club doctor at the time had his phone and he's going, yeah, it's whatever, 2-0, whatever at the time and you start getting that wee like, sense of optimism mm-hmm. and it goes 2 and then BT scores the mm-hmm. third, I think,
1: mm-hmm.
3: so i the Dundee fans and it's just, that's when the confidence starts coming back, and then you've always got one game. One game to go and win it. And then it, obviously the rest the rest took care of itself oh, that day, eventually just. But, yeah, yep. Um but I mean, that was again Two pitch invasions <laughs> in the space of <laughs> a
0: week. Yeah. As a fan. yeah. It's not often it doesn't
2: you get, get money. Um, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> not a good pitch invasions, but <laughs> No, I know. But um hi, uh, fantastic levels, And I, I do understand why you probably thought maybe put like one of the the veterans, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, definitely. At the time, yeah. at the
3: time you're going, how am I not playing? Or yeah, you're raging that you've been took out the team when you think that you've done well. Like that's one of the worst things ever. But for what it was and the occasion, and like Gaz was brilliant for Dundee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at that time, I'm sitting. That that's again. when You go back to it. I'm not thinking like that. I'm thinking I've got to get my place here. Yeah, in the team, and that's where football's kind of a, a ruthless way in terms of the fact that. You're fighting to get your place every week, and that was the mindset I had at the time. Was to try and get that, that place for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but obviously we got we got promotion, so that was the big thing. What a day! And that, yeah, amazing.
2: What a day! So I'll mention a few milestones. We'll go jump ahead a few years. Your first ever goal was against Motherwell.
3: First ever goal, yeah.
2: Yeah, I was left footer as well. I've
3: almost missed it. I've, got, I've, I've watched it.
2: Yeah, watch the highlights. <laughs> the highlights make it look like you placed it. You yes, it we'll, we'll go and, with that. Uh, <laughs> but I've just laughed. right in the corner. <laughs> I just watched it and was like, he must be getting a hell of a nosebleed as he entered that box there. Oh, yeah,
3: <laughs> one left, left foot swipe at it. Yeah. um it was, do you know, again, I look back and an iconic moment, obviously not. Um, it's never going to be a goal that <laughs> Anybody look <laughs> back, long goal, the by the way, that, that's it. But it was just, it was good. It was, it, I, think it, I think I won it on the halfway line off McDonald. I had a wee drive and laid it to Whitey. Mm-hmm. Kind of a wee bit of link up with him. Um, and I always go back to him because I grew up with him and we had those memories of coming through. You've always got that with somebody. And um, so it was good that it was kind of me and him that done the, the wee bit of work for it. And then the celebration as well was like, obviously I went mental, but then it was me and him had a good hug as if to say, ah, brilliant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude on D-Boys getting to, you know what I mean? Do what you love doing and stuff like that. It was it was good. Um, first goal, yeah. Didn't like, that That buzz of having that just still sticks for you. Yeah. Still proper sticks for you. It was just... Yeah, I, even though I scored, I, I remember going home that night, if I scored one goal and that's whatever I do for Dundee, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm buzzing. Because... For, for a
2: while, it was just the one goal you scored. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I, was the next <laughs> I was thinking, I might know I score again. <laughs> I just love seeing how much it means to you. There's you know a good I mean?
0: picture of oh. Gerrard, just the match day, he's got a good picture. You and White
2: celebrating
3: mm-hmm. that goal. He's yeah. got good pictures of that. No, like they're, when you say that you've no got. Time to sit and think about it. When you do get those wee moments, or the comeback up on your timeline on on your phone or whatever, you go, "That, that was special, yeah. special for me." Yeah. Um, and something that yeah, you, nobody can probably take that away now. You know what I mean? I've, I've been able to have that moment, eh? Yeah, but once it's done, it's done. You've That's got that. to keep going and, and keep keep pushing on for more things.
2: What would have happened if you actually? Have you had time to take a touch of the ball and think uh-huh. about putting it in the back in it? Would it end up in no W? Yeah, I think
3: boy would <laughs> the caught it in the crowd. Um, yeah, it, would, it was just one of those moments that fell. It fell just at the right time. Um, and, and sometimes you're lucky enough that you're there at that mm. moment. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky I was that day.
1: I
2: mean, can't even speak about your first goal, but speaking about your goals this season. Yeah. It turned into a wee bit of goal machine.
3: <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, for me, uh, for me, a goal machine. Um, no, I think this year's been. I think this year's been enjoyable in terms of the fact that I've scored some goals. I've I've assisted a few goals, but that that's got a lot of down to do with. No, I'm not. Don't to just kind of speak highly of the manager or that? But they've given me that that license to mm-hmm. to go and do what I do, but just to express myself eh, and, and I don't feel any kind of pressure or or anything like that on me at all I think I've went and played as you say I've had to spend probably most of the season at left back but something that I don't I don't want people to look at me and go oh he's playing left back today like that's out out of character or that's out of position that for me that's fine Mm -hmm. like I could get asked to play anywhere maybe bar up, up front I, I think I'll just go and do a job. So you're playing yeah. goal then? I, well, I know the goal actually. <laughs> I don't want to do the goalies of this service because I can't play playing there. Yeah. But I'd I just like to think I'd go in and do my, my best. Yeah. And because I've kind of grew up, like in love with football and trying to watch the game for what it is. Like you, you know how to play positions. And because I go back to playing at youth level, even there for two seasons, mm. you've got some sort of. Muscle memory or whatever you you know what I mean of doing it. So I don't even think I wouldn't like to say I'm playing out of position at left back. That's the way I think. Yeah, I'm just right. I'm clear. I'm doing it doing my job, and that's the way that's the way I look at it.
2: First couple of things, it was weird seeing you, and there was in that position. Oh, it was just because personally. purely you've seen you from right back
3: from the yeah. one mm-hmm.
2: upwards. you yeah. you know when you see you you're left at left back, I think in the big bats and Ella. No, you? and um, like I mean. You're always putting a good performance as well, so you know, you've got that also. Like, I mean, you're bigging up the manager there, so Jordan Marshall must be making a big comeback for. injury trying to keep in his good books. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah,
3: no, you know the manager not been great. Um, in terms of, you go back to kind of freedom when mm. when we've got the ball. I think it's obviously important that, like, you look on the air game um Friday night. It was more of a solid like mm. resolute dogged performance which we've got in us as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um and you, can, start. you know, you look back to the back four on on and plus the goalie, like that was roughly the same back four that we had last season. It's a it's a good it's a good mix and you've always got French as well, um and McGee that could could drop in there as well as part of the defenders. I don't think I'm missing anyone out. Um I'm sure they'll let you know. Yeah, I'm sure they will let <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. We should but, probably know. <laughs> But, well,
2: that's <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 That's, that's and obviously, it's the brilliant. boy, yeah, yeah, it's
3: good, it's, and I've got a good relationship with all those boys as well, mm-hmm. so that helps. Um, but attacking wise, this year, yeah, I, I need to keep adding to it as well. I'm not yeah. just happy having uh four goals and a couple of assists or whatever it is, I want to just keep, keep going to see what I can get. Um, and that's don't a lot of people going about having personal like goals, I want to get to that, I want to get to this. I don't have that. I just want to be better all the time. Yeah. Try and get better yeah. all the time and that's that's the
0: way I probably look on things. Eh? See with the obviously with Gary coming in, you know, as manager at the start of the season. I mean, have you noticed any like major changes, you know, within the current squad compared to say previous squads
3: Yeah,
0: like I what?
3: think I think the big thing when he when he first came in was that he I think he bought into what the city's about a wee bit. He came and he moved up straight away mm. and he, he came into Dundee in the city. He kind of, remember he spoke to me a few times about certain maybe wee restaurants, wee places to go. And like, he just bought into the, you so you about the culture of Dundee and, and stuff yeah, like that and, yeah. and what it means. And even even the things that he'd done at the start that was great when he was having the huddles and that out on the pitch and then would go up and clap the fans. Mm-hmm. Whether that's, well, like, I'll never know. But whether that's his way of getting everyone on side, or it's his way of going right togetherness, whatever it is, I think it worked, eh? and mm-hmm. it, it had the fans going right. There's a sense of optimism here.
0: Yeah, definitely.
3: With the preseason, and then the season came, and I think what happened was there was obviously the inconsistencies, which you're always going to have. Mm-hmm. Like even even now, yeah, we're doing well. There's going to be bad spells for a team. It's about how you get you get through that. And I think what people need to remember is we moved. We moved to Gardine, we had new sign-ins of people coming up from England, people settling in. They were settling in, coming up from away from their families. So not everything's just going to go like clockwork straight yeah. away. And I think that's a big thing that maybe a lot of fans and people on the outside don't understand mm-hmm. or see, which obviously they wouldn't see, they're not in it every day people probably well, do but
0: they don't no. admit to themselves yeah, just, a,
2: a, player, yeah. a new player as an employee isn't it because yeah. it's somebody playing for your team so you better hit the Grinch yeah. to be
3: honest if people don't mm-hmm. like, no, I don't think the fans will be sitting there going oh well he, you know, he's just moved up from London mm-hmm. his family are still down the road mm-hmm. he's never done that before whoever it may be about you know what I mean it could be anything like that maybe one of the players has had a kid they're not sleeping at night yeah. All these wee things that like I'm starting to look at now, wanting to do coaching after, going, All right, okay, I can see why he's not himself today or mm-hmm. and that and that could just happen on a Saturday, boys have off days and obviously I'm not making excuses because we've got to go and win games mm-hmm. and that, that's our job at the end of the day. But all these things contribute and I think going back to the point, the gaffer the gaffer and Bill and, and the staff they've they've just they've just really kind of warmed to Dundee as, as a club and a city. Yeah and i think you've got to understand what it means to people yeah and i think they get that
2: yeah yeah if there was a we spoke about it before on other podcasts mm. the, the fans have been quite um what would be the word relaxed compared well to coming. other seasons Um, like mm. like say we had the kind of inconsistent start to the season yeah um but the fans still kept back in the team yeah we all no fans can be fickle any any team and and they can mm. get on the back straight away, but I've noticed that with the Dundee, Dundee fans this season.
0: There's been, been,
2: yeah, been patience with them. Think, um, yeah. Some yeah. of them have been, been notorious, so no humming. Yeah, but <laughs> but I'd say times. optimistic
0: yeah. as well, because you can see we on
2: the field and all that. Yeah,
0: yeah. there's just been that comes across in the way that he speaks, though, as
3: well, and yeah. mm-hmm. the fact that. It's so important, even at this stage of the season, you can Nobody can get carried away. Mm-hmm. Um, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, am yeah, not, another day. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we, you enjoy enjoy the victories and enjoy <laughs> where we are, but there's a lot of hard work and a lot of mm-hmm. you know setbacks that will come. Yeah, we're being we're being top of the league, so uh, there's no foregone conclusions or anything no. like that. And I think the manager's good at that. In terms, of you've got to stay level headed. Uh, Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. the moment you get ahead of yourself that's when you're you're in trouble eh? yeah I like the whole like it's the next game the next game that's the way it should be yeah it's got I to not look too <laughs> far ahead yeah. but you're right
2: wow. So the move to the Garden campus obviously it looks like something that's benefiting the club yeah. Um I mean as we're told that's what you're moving away from Dens do only be match days I take it you go there yeah so you're spending time there so I've been in the season facilities myself and i've I've not been in the changing room. No, that's a uh, that's off going. Of, is that off, the limits? Yeah, off limits? All of the players are all in there, and the management team. So I couldn't get a peek in there. But I um, had a wee look around it, and it's um, it's professional. Yeah. compared to what I've probably seen from uh, previous uh, places we've had. Um, yeah, well, especially dense. Uh-huh. Um, I take it that's it's got a big impact on the players. Yeah, like it potentially could have an impact on future players coming in. I take it.
3: I think it, I think it will, and it has been has been good. Um, I've always like since going full time. It's always Dundee's been like a massive club, but still stuck needing to move on mm-hmm. to be where the you know should be in terms of their club stature. I think, mm-hmm. um, and we've always fallen behind in that. And that's not that's not saying anything out of turn. That's just the honest truth of you know um, things mm-hmm. like having to drive away to training to a place that's not yours and come back to den's the stadium where the the stadium should be a special place to come and so things as little as you're there every day the, the special feeling goes okay we've took that away you're at your own campus now where everything's there for you you've got your food you've got you know even the offices and stuff they're all open planned so everyone's getting to see each other Mm-hmm. We things like that are, you're going in and seeing office staff in the morning, make a coffee, oh, how was the weekend? Yeah, good. Oh, brilliant game at the weekend, stuff like that. We things that people don't think.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I'll all add up, gym sessions together, everyone's in together. Um, You know, you've got all these things that are building up and bringing everything together. And obviously there's, you're going to get teething problems, like at the start, but, you know, the pitches were and haven't been, you know, Ready and, and, and time for us coming back, but there are wee things that you've got to just deal with and teething problems that you, you you get. But it's been it's been great. It's been great for us. Like even for me, you're ten minutes along the road. You're in early doors. You get to see everyone. You know what I mean? It's great. Mm-hmm. And I think even the boys that, that travel have really bought into it as well. And you see the wee things at the start, like the, the wee badges when you come in Dundee. It's Dundee's. Yeah. So it's yours. Um, at the start, when it got told that we we're going mm-hmm. there, I thought. Is it going to be ours? Yeah, or are we just moving in. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's you know Dundee the FC on reception. You've got you've got somebody welcoming you. It's great. So sweet touches a class. The wee touches that yeah. you need. Yeah. That people yep. don't think they are important, but they are.
0: I like the whole sound about the open plan kind of thing. Yeah, what's it mean like your yeah. home, home design? No, it's like, good. Like you've got you're seeing Abdi and you're interacting with everybody, and it's creates that team. There's, there's been a one few team. things
3: as well that like. I think even the office staff and, and the staff get together and they've had maybe a meal out mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so obviously that, that keeps everyone together. Eh? Yeah. And it's so important. Honestly, I, I, I harp on about it because I just think it's it's huge in football is like mm. togetherness mm. And, and understanding of what you've got and building a, a, a good culture in it. It's, yeah, I think it'll
0: be, be good going forward. I mean, from an outside point, I would say it looks like it's working. Well yeah. that's yeah. that's my point of view, like. Yeah, definitely. Obviously we are not there all the time, but when you see it, like just the like the fight and everything and the team on the pitch, just the win games one, two zero, you know, you know. For me it seems to be sort of coming again. <laughs> but, well, we need to just make sure we keep it keep it going,
3: it. I mean, that's the big thing, isn't it? I'm
0: getting ahead of myself again. <laughs> rain you back in. <laughs> all right, yeah, rain you <laughs> back in, yeah. You only back
2: ten minutes in. before going mean, to be
0: there be the you've no. oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got bits to put <laughs> you know, I'll do bits um, obviously you obviously came through the the youth system uh, do you feel you've got some sort of responsibility for the youngsters that are, that are coming through yeah
3: I do um, and I've kind of always that's one thing that I always think about in terms of when I came through I didn't I didn't have like I wouldn't say younger pros because I'm 27, but somebody there that was look after you, but make sure that you tell you when things aren't right as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like even with the younger lads that are just full time that I talk about, like when I first signed at 16, I've got I think I've got a good relationship with them that I can have a laugh with them, mm-hmm. but they respect me in the way that you know don't don't go out of line in terms of being ridiculous and stuff like that. But they'll come to me with things. Um, and I think with boys like Finn, Max, Josh, Lyle, all them, like we've got to that point where you have a good laugh with them, mm-hmm. but they still like respect you and you're you're there for them, you've got their back because they're like they're Dun, Dundee boys. You kind of always got that mm-hmm. with them, eh? Um, but at the same time, they've got that respect that you, they don't cross the line,
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, which I like. I'd like to think I've got, but um, they're a good bunch of boys. That's that's one thing that. I think it's maybe sounding a bit corny or whatever. I think it's like unique with boys for Dundee is that they've all got their wee kind of characters about mm. them. Like you've got Mulligan, who's you know he's strong. He's got you know what the I mean, big man. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he is in terms of like he's nineteen, twenty, yeah. and he's an absolute, absolute unit. And then you've got wee Max, who's you know quiet. But I think Max Anderson's a top player. Mm. Um got Lee Lyle who's coming on great this year. Yeah, you've got Finn who's had a tough time in terms of not being involved when he probably thinks he should have played or whatever. But he's he's now you know back in the fold and he's he's pushing again, which is great. Um, and, and they're all they're all just good good guys who are very, um, I'd like to say like level headed mm-hmm. and, and never get ahead of themselves. And, and I think you've got to have that. And I'd like to think that. You know, maybe to see that a wee bit of that from me—that you, you try not get ahead of yourself. I like—I wouldn't like to think that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've all got a right, a right, good chance. There's probably other boys that I've not mentioned as well, um, like Harry Sharp, the goalie. He's from Aberdeen, but he's done great this year when he's been called upon. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't want to miss people out. I'm trying to think—you know what I mean? I don't <laughs> want to be so. If I've missed anyone out, then I don't want to.
2: Yeah, Jack. Jack he's, yeah. he's
3: he's at Peter Head, again, a Peterhead again. I obviously yeah. been there, so Sam he's Fisher. At, Fisher. Fisher. Yeah, all yeah. film it right? All the, the boys players, like, They're yeah. all they're all good boys, so they deserve to be doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope that they keep they keep kicking on and impressing, which I'm, I'm sure they will.
2: That's one thing I've noticed we this season and last season is the youth players that are coming through because <laughs> when yourself yeah. and Whiting came through um i was just kind of like like you so i know there was other boys yeah uh, calvin a uh, clone uh, and all that yeah. and they were kind of coming through as well but um it seems to be like a big abundance of youth players that we've got that have all got the ability to and they've been shown they can do it on the pitch like yeah. st hile um mm-hmm. i mean when well, i've got people saying you've got to have hype and yeah yes, exactly and he's he. proven that, that wrong with the yeah, way he's playing exactly yeah, as well but it seems like we've. Like the hard work that's been getting put into the youth team over the past few seasons that you never see at the start. It's always one where you've got to bide your time. because as a fan, yeah. you can tell we're going to put emphasis on youth and whatnot. But you've, you've got to wait. I mean, it's not just like they can develop overnight and then play. But it seems like the past couple of seasons, nah, especially don't. this season, we have seen players coming in that, like as they say, to keep their head to the ground. Then yeah. potential makings of a Dundee first team player. Well, that, yeah. That's
3: what you. That's what you hope, eh? Hey? You hope that you can have a team full of these guys. Mm-hmm. and well, obviously I'd love to be part of that and you are leading a team that's full of Dundee boys, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what the fans want to see is as, as people obviously you've got to have that quality. Can't just put people in for the sake of it. But these boys definitely have that. Mm-hmm. Um and there's probably a bit should I say this? Yeah, I, I will. Like there's a bit of pressure on them because we're gonna need them this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they've they've stepped up. And and even you talk about Josh, like yeah, he got sent off that the other night or whatever it may be, but uh, he'll learn from that. And that, again, like, that will stand him in good stead. Mm-hmm. I always think that these things will stand people in good stead um, because I think they're going to be massive for us.
2: Yeah, yeah. like any job, you make a mistake, you learn from yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. It mm-hmm. doesn't no matter what kind of job it is. Yeah, and he will, I'm sure. you can will. see the goal. Oh, I, the know I know, that, I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're right, though. I mean, that, that, like Dundee fans, they want to see the youth boys coming through. I could not even imagine like a, a team full of Dundee boys, that'd be that'd be unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. That's what they want, isn't it? Mm. I mean they're all coming through and obviously they've all got a bit of talent a bit, but would you say like they're I mean they're probably all pushing for first team. Yeah, they all think that's gonna like obviously will probably help their development as
3: well. Yeah, that that's like you go you start thinking about all all that stuff, developing Spoke about loads already setbacks mm-hmm. where it puts you, but these boys are pushing every day, mm-hmm. and it's not as if they're they're just turning up to training and making the numbers up. Yeah, because I'd be the I'd be honest enough to say that if they were these guys are pushing, mm-hmm. and I, I go back to the, their attitudes and their willingness they the, the live right, they do everything right, mm-hmm. Um and the big thing they are level headed. So I just I just hope that stays with them and and that they keep kicking on because, you know, I'm sure the manager or whatever would say, like, they they will play a big part and they have done already Mm. Um, and that's not putting pressure on them because they, they're more than capable of doing that and they know themselves they are, so. Yeah.
2: You mentioned you don't really make much targets, do you? Um, No, I don't, I don't. (laughs) But I take it like with the, um, the club's target was promotion. Yeah. First and foremost, um, as it's kind of going on, do you maybe think to yourself, "I've got four goals. I want, I want five. I've got four assists. I'll
3: try and get another one." Yeah, no, I'll, I'll keep pushing. Like every mm-hmm. game I'm, I'm going into now, I'm going right. How can it impact the game? I think, you know, if you're in in different leagues, you know, if you're in the SPL, Dundee are probably going to be up against it mm-hmm. more. So <laughs> my mindset, cha- <laughs> my mindset changes in terms of right. You're playing a Celtic or Rangers. You've got to be strong. You've got to be reliable. Yeah. Defensively good. Not saying that we can't be in, in the, the championship, but there's more emphasis on winning and winning and winning. Yeah. Um. So that again, that's my mindset changing, going right. Okay, I've got to give more to this team. I've got to push them on. I've got to help with assists, goals when I can. Um. But I never, I'll never go right. I need to get to that. I need to get to that because if I fall short of that, I'll i'll hate myself frustration yeah in. i'll, then, I'll, I'll yeah, beat myself yeah, up yeah yeah and that, i've been bad for that in the past the letting things kind of eat you up and as a football player you you cannot do that
1: mm-hmm.
3: and again that's a learning curve I've, I've you know had to learn from is that that you can't beat yourself up about things mm-hmm. um and that goes back to your targets like i'll just keep pushing to be better every week so if I'm playing well, you keep going, you you don't stop. Like that's got to be your mentality and training and pushing boys on with you, and that's the way I think, and that's what I've kind of always thought. Especially in like recent years, getting older, have more experience. You've got to push people on with you, whether it's, it's giving them, you know, a wee bit of encouragement or saying saying something to rile them up to get the best out of them. It's for everyone at Dundee to get them to get them better, and that's that's the way I think.
0: I love hearing this, yeah. Absolutely, I love it. Yeah. I feel like I'm sat changing with my family. <laughs> um, I think we kind of touched, a wee bit, or you might have touched a wee bit, about after your career about coaching. So, I mean, what are your kind of, have you got any goals or ambitions for?
3: Well, yeah, maybe I've just maybe lied about the whole thing about <laughs> wanting to set goals because well, that's one goal I've got. <laughs> I've just, I want to be manager, eh? and mm. that is something that mm. I know I want to do and that won't change um I do like I've done youth academy stuff I've done I actually take my mates amateur team I basically run that um and even the buzz I get off doing that of getting to run the team and do things the way you want to do just makes me so excited for for management
1: to
3: um understand that it's it's a, a hard thing to kind of once you're on there you've got to stay on there because if you yeah. if you lose your job then it can be so hard to, to get another one um but i'm so like i'm so dedicated to being the best I, I can be as a player for you know however many years i play hopefully it's you know touched with a prolonged career but after after that i'm so like set on wanting to be the best manager i can be and do everything that i can be to be the to be the best manager as well Mm -hmm. and that's maybe looking far too much ahead but I've done like applied management course in football I've done my b license I'm going to do my a license in the summer and I'm just totally you know set on wanting to do that when I finish and I could go into all the details I've got (laughs) I've just got so much that I know I want to go and do and it's it's probably maybe a bit naive but individualized for Dundee Mm -hmm. because I know what I want Dundee to be. Yeah. And it's your culture, your identity, and all these big words that people go on about nowadays. Mm-hmm. But, and that's all come from people like Barry, John Brown, Paul Hartley, Rob Douglas, Gavin Ray, that have gave me everything mm-hmm. up to now. Then I want to add to that.
2: I feel like I'm
3: watching my young laddie grow up here. No, I, uh, I know, like, well, <laughs> <doing laughs> <that> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's my goals for after. <laughs> so, I was going to
0: ask, like, you know, mm-hmm. the biggest influence, you know, for like coaching wise. But I mean, you've just rattled off some of the names, so you've probably taken snippets of what they Yeah, I'm, I'm missing like, a few
3: boys. Like, you, I even talk about my mate Craig Ferret, who's, I grew up, he was like my coach when I was so young. But I'm still close to him now, and he, he mm-hmm. loves football, we've got football all the time. Yeah. But then. People like Gordon Wallace, Jockey Scott, who have been coached by Ray Fardenham, Jinky, mm-hmm. um, who have been so influential that you don't as you're saying, as you don't always get to think about that. But they guys are so, so influential, eh? Yeah. Like I know obviously Gordon Gordon Wallace has obviously been struggling with with his health and that, but he still comes to the games and I still you know, he still gives me away every week and I think you know what I mean? That's the most touching yeah. thing ever yeah. yeah. uh, from somebody that I got I got coached off at Dundee Legend, you know what I mean? Totally Dundee Legend. Now Jockey Scott who that I speak about, Archie Knox, you know, knows who I am. I'm thinking, how does he know you yes. know what I mean? All yeah. that yeah. like I'm just totally in that of the managers and, and coaches and stuff, but I want to be on the end of that one day mm-hmm. and doing doing that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: and that's that's my goals for that. So take it. to your
2: your, your a license.
3: A license. Is yeah.
2: This like the this will be a lag, so won't it? Oh the, yeah, it's
3: at the Orium now. Yeah. So I done my B license a few years ago. Who Jockey was actually my tutor. So seriously. Yeah, they came. So you you got the B. You get the B license where mm-hmm. you go down to the Orium for like your seven days. Mm-hmm. But we done what was called the B spoke. So the tutors come out to the club, and it was me and. Uh, Paul McGowan at the time that done that, but Jockey was Jockey was our was our tutor at the time, um. So again, I have a lot to kind of owe, owe to him. Mm-hmm. He was manager when I was coming through as well, so he used to come and watch us, and used to speak to us, and again, be things that you you just kind of remember. But if I'm want to be the manager of Dundee, I'm gonna be the like, this is my idea mm-hmm. that you you're at the you're at the academy training during the week. You're getting to know everyone's name you're at the youth games on a Sunday like you're, you you are live by being the manager mm. and you do everything 24-7 that's what Paul Hart again Paul Hartley said on the car up to the 4th he's like it's 24-7 mm. and you've got to do that if you're going to commit to it so that's what it's got to be So you stealing Paul Hartley's ideas <laughs> Yeah
2: <laughs> Brilliant. That's what stealing, Well knows. you're
3: stealing people's wee ideas yeah, that's yeah, all you are and you try and put your own twist on things Yeah right? he does, he Take was, influence he Yeah, everywhere yeah. Manager, and that's that's yeah. yeah. why I like, I like that he was at every game he was like two or three games during the week mm-hmm. maybe scouting players looking at teams and then he'd be at every youth game because there's nothing worse see if you're a youth player wanting to impress and the manager's not there it's the biggest kind of deflator ever yeah. Yeah. you see the manager in the <clears> stage <throat> like brilliant and sometimes if you've done well mainly that was where with, with John Brown you done well Get a chance to train with the first team, and yeah. that's what, and that's what you go back to is like that chance. It's mm-hmm. all you want is a chance to show people what you can do.
0: And he was he was good for that bomber. Is there any words of wisdom from any particular manager that you would if you were the manager go right? Um
3: I don't know I mean, it was a manager, like words of wisdom. Uh it was actually <laughs> Rab Geddes when I when I came out of the team, and I'll be like I'll be the first to admit, and everyone knows like probably not a good thing to admit, but I can overthink a lot about mm. things and try and like why they're doing that. And over analyse mm. and I remember I came out of the team and Rab pushed me in the well pulled me in the office. He went, look, come here. He's like, never get yourself too high. Never let yourself get too low. Mm.
1: He's
3: like, you know what I mean by that? I was like, yeah. Like obviously like and that that stuck with me into the fact that like I've had some really low times at Dundee, like really bad. But you can never go under. You've just got to keep thinking that your work rate, your attitude, will see you through, and it will. It always kind of, you know, things will turn. And when when you're doing well, don't don't get ahead of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, because things again will change. You'll go through bad spells, so you've just got to stay there. And I think Rab was brilliant for that. Rab's such a humble guy, um, a nice guy, um, and that that stuck with me. I look at managers and think like there's nothing that they've gave me in terms of a quote, mm-hmm. but they've all given me something, something different mm-hmm. in terms of what to learn off. Like Barry's like discipline and respect. It was crazy. It was like just respected the first team. That was and it maybe was a bit old school, but like he mm-hmm. gave me him and Jinky gave me everything in terms of my discipline. Like even your tidiness in your room. Honestly, we'd, we'd be as young lads, like... simply like an army. <laughs> but that, and that's the way that they made yeah, you, in terms, really terms of, like, they the made you the, the, the right person. Hmm. Uh, like, on a Friday, you jinky would go across the, the top of the worktop, any dust, he'd go, there's a team coming in here tomorrow, they're coming to Dundee Football Club, we're not a, to be taken like... Hmm. I mean, we want people coming in here, oh, Dundee's a good club, Yeah. so we'd have to go and make sure everything was spotless. So then you start doing that in the house. Yeah. You start going yeah. home, and it's like your room's tidy, you're cleaning things, and it becomes part of you, mm-hmm. who you are. And you go, Bomber. Just, yeah, yeah, and then Bomber was obviously like your hard work, kind of having that bit of grit and determination. And Paul was just realised how much work he puts in. And then McCann, Even I've not even touched on people like McCann, who was a, a great coach. Mm. A great coach. So that's when I start training I'm starting thinking about the way he's coaching people and why he's doing things a certain way mm-hmm. um, so they all bring something all bring something
2: I just wouldn't like to be in charge of Dustin and dins.
3: No, no <laughs> <now. laughs> no 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 just no now anyway
2: <laughs> um, and also okay and all that Rob Douglas is out the philosophy chats
3: <laughs> no yeah well, Rob Gedison was it oh Rob Gedison yeah, sorry, Geddes, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Rob <laughs> I will <won't> let me <laughs> <laughs> We that had makes good, more sense we,
2: we, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we had a good pep talk for jockey I was kind of God, you never had one for jockey we had one nah. for jockey before we went out on that that uh-huh. and and um, it was just a case of then he fucking he had
3: questions <laughs> yeah he no,
2: yeah, just walked away
3: he's so that, dry the way yeah, he says yeah, it as well yeah. you'll be going though.
2: yeah you can tell he's walking away with a smile on his face he's like uh, yeah, yeah, just uh, like, like, yeah. like oh, come on I know he <laughs> <laughs> <Pushing sweat. laughs> <laughs> was someone else like Dumb boy, yeah. Uh, so well, it's your testimonial season. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple of events. One yeah. with uh, Kenija, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> what other players were Peter McDonald?
3: Was yeah. It? So obviously, the, the first event there was Sperone Kenija. Charlie Savo came on, um, and then we had Peter McDonald. We had Rob Douglas, Daniel O'day Gouser, few of the young lads. Um, that I grew up with, and then obviously Legston and, and Sweeney mm-hmm. came on, so it was just, the night, that night was more just a mix of coming through and everyone yeah, yeah. that had been there, so that was great, and obviously the night with Kanija was kind of a bit surreal, eh? mm-hmm. a bit surreal seeing him, but it was just two amazing nights that obviously I, th- I can't thank everyone on the committee and that for, for doing just now, they've been absolutely brilliant, Um and everyone for coming, because it's been two amazing events that have I've wanted to do it in a way that has been special to remember, <laughs> not just right? It's your testimonial year, yeah. Two, two really good events up to now that have I've been special that I can remember. Um, and obviously, there's there's the dinner and and stuff to come.
2: Mm-hmm. I thought you were trying to put together like a walking football team. Well, I'm <laughs> happy <be> something. <laughs> <up either>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's for me. all <laughs> 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 well, I can do We have the, the Cy Ferry one as well, yeah. Um, what he is it's oh actually, he's, he's brilliant yeah
3: yeah i thought it was even even trying to organize that I was, it's my to be fair my best mate jack he he's he organized that event basically He done a lot of work for it along with everyone else in the committee He done so much and um, and i was kind of panicking and hadn't spoke to side too much mm-hmm. and i was going are we going to turn up on this night and it's going to be like a, a shambles kind of and i'm mm-hmm. thinking i'd oh, be terrible everyone's there mm-hmm. watching and got, we actually went for a drink together everyone first before we went and I thought it's going to be a shambles it's going to be an absolute shambles and mm-hmm. we got in and it's, it's like Cy Ferry just turned, he went right started writing away and he went away and he was doing his stuff, came on and he just went away in this kind of like moment himself and worked away and it was crazy writing down things and he went on and just took the night, like, you know what I mean, yeah. everyone was pissing themselves after two minutes, like, it was just got the crowd going and everyone that kind of just relaxed them and it just went, I think it went great, really good night for everyone else. It was good.
2: He just comes across as a boy that just rolls up and yeah. he can, he's just going to do a good job. Yeah, but
3: he, he was so focused and yeah. like organised. Mm-hmm. Like, he knew what we were obviously doing, but yeah. I didn't know, I was probably thinking it was going to show. be totally, yeah, it was. <laughs> it. Hug me fooled anyway, so <laughs> yeah, he was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant.
2: So what else have you got on the pipeline? Is there any more events, dinners, a potentially game.
3: Yeah, um, I've got my dinner on the twenty eighth of January, um, so that's one that I'm I'm looking forward to. I've got obviously everything in line for that. Um, special guests and that, that I've invited back that I think have been influential in, in my career up to now. Um, I've obviously we're looking at because there's been such kind of demand for that. We're looking at trying to fit something else in for the people that didn't didn't. Um, weren't successful in, in the ballot for for the dinner, um, and the game we are hopefully close to getting a date for. Um, it could be potentially going into next season, but um, I think it'll be a good game for for everyone, and mm-hmm. that's something that obviously I want to get on the table for the fans is get a good game and hopefully get some some people back to playing it, which would be good. I mean, I'm available. I'm a <laughs>
0: give me six months take... I played right
3: back
2: for my football team centre back and right back so <laughs> well, if you can get a from... game right
3: back <laughs> I'm sure there we go
2: right back in the dress for the <laughs> <lot of money. laughs> um, well that's great that um, like you say it's a testimonial it's a uh, rarity between Dundee players I've, I think Smith would have been the last one that who would have had won mm-hmm. and after that I mean off the top of my head George McEachie in the 80s mm-hmm. I think that's probably the last player that's uh, done the service. So I think you're, uh, you're out there.
0: Your name is probably the, one of the longest served on the players uh, going. So um, you don't see it nowadays, like I you know. know, boys staying with one club. But maybe, perhaps you like say Gerard and that. But you don't. I think that's sometimes I think is it a,
3: a good thing. Obviously, like you sit there at mm-hmm. a club, but for sort of, for a club that you've grown up supporting, eh, people, you know. Mm-hmm. For me, it doesn't doesn't get much better. Yeah. Um, and as you say, it doesn't happen a lot, but no. Um,
0: Living out like a pure boyhood dream. Yeah. Well, oh, you know. <laughs> it, it, but then. again,
3: it's something that I probably need to just maybe take take note of a wee bit in mm-hmm. the <laughs> fact, you know what I mean? Um, as you say, when I was growing up having a season ticket, I wasn't going to think that I was sitting here doing a podcast speaking about. Your career. My career yeah, saying yeah. that I've, I'm actually coming to a testimonial. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Um, well, that is actually, thinking about it now, that is quite serial.
0: Definitely. Wow. Think you'll make two? <laughs> <laughs> that's what people have started talking about I'm like, <laughs> going, hold on a minute. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> the only person
3: to to do that is, is Malpass at United, isn't it? Yeah, it's that's so. the only one off the top of my head he's I was think of. He's my, my neighbour actually so I'll to make sure I try and get one. <laughs> <laughs> That kinda of brings us on to maybe a couple other questions. Um
2: so I mean you've spent all your time at Dens, but has it, <clears> there ever been any other kind of occasion, maybe when the managers came in or any part of your career that you felt like maybe your, your time was up with Dundee and uh, you were gonna move on or uh, you know, maybe found yourself a favour or something? Yeah.
3: Well yeah, there's been there's been a number of times where like I've uh, I found myself not only coming to the end of my contract, because I've only ever had, like, two-year deals max. Mm-hmm. I've never been given, like, right, you're getting a three-, four-year deal here. Um, that's... Hopefully, maybe you get one, but... Yeah, chance, yeah. <laughs> um, but I've always kind of... You've had your first year. Like, if you do a two-year contract, you're, you, you do your first year. and I'm not, not saying that's, like, your safety year, mm-hmm. but... As well as that, I don't think it's very rare in Scotland that people are actually going buy buy players now. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get into that last year of your contract, it can be a worrying time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's been opportunities to probably leave, and there has been things in the in the pipeline probably in the past when I've you know coming to the end of my contract. But obviously, when when Dundee you know I mean, offer of a deal, then. For me, though, you know what I mean. I've always picked Dundee, um, but being out of favor, yeah. The only the only time I've been, there, I felt myself really out of favor was under McIntyre, mm-hmm. to the point where I was thinking I could play out my skin, and he's not having me. He is not having me. Um, it was it was literally like when when that window came in that January, he wanted everyone related to Dundee. Like out the door, it was crazy, mm-hmm. and I was thinking that'll end, that'll end by the heck
1: Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. It
3: was, it was like I remember the it was the Hamilton game. We actually we drew one all, um, but all the new signings came in, and at the time it was like, oh, they've done all right, they've done all right there, and it was like nine, ten signings, yeah. and it was like I remember it pre-match I was getting hauled to say I wasn't playing. Gowser was getting hauled. You're not playing. Dazzle Day. You're not playing. Kenny Miller. You're not playing. Kenny was slightly different because he hadn't been at the club and, and he hadn't been through, you know, yeah. certain things that me Daz and Gowser had been through. Um, and then obviously McPake had the 18s, and it was he wasn't keen on him doing too much with the 18s. It was like he wanted control on everything. This is McIntyre, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, and it got to the point where I was left out the whole squad at St Mirren, so I travelled down. And I was left out the squad and it was Horsfield that played. We got beat 2 1.
2: Yeah.
3: Um but I said to myself, I'm gonna run before the game. Just so the fans can know that I'm I'm not I'm not injured. Yeah. yeah. I need to let people know here, I'm not injured. It's not me that's doing this. No. You know, I'm doing this, I'm fit, I'm ready to go, I'm not getting picked. <laughs> so I done that and I went to go and do it on the Tuesday night at St Johnston as well. Because I got left out the squad again, we got beat two 0 or two one. Um, and I went to go and do it again on the the Tuesday night. And I thought to myself, you know what, just in case he thinks it is for anything, I'll do it before any fans come in this time, so it's for myself. Mm-hmm. And I went to go and run before the game and I got, got the old pullback from the assistant. You're, you're not doing that. I went, I'm doing that. You, you need to physically stop me. I'm going out to do my runs. You're training tomorrow. You're not doing that. I went, I'm doing it. He went, speak to the manager. So the, the manager was like, you're not, you're not going out. So I obviously you need to be careful, eh? You can't yeah. go in. yeah. So I was sitting in the stand, we got beat 2 0, um, boy Horsefield, I don't think, had a great game. Mm. Um and I got I got totally basically abused on the third not abused, that's ridiculous to say, but I got hauled from the manager and basically, don't you ever speak to somebody like that, my staff, or I'll boot you out the door on the Thursday, played on the Saturday. He <laughs> put me back. He put me back in the, the team on the Saturday and played every game up until then.
1: Yeah,
3: like we were basically close to relegation, but that was kind of the run in period. Went in Aberdeen at home, and he put me back in, and I, that was just kind of me thinking, you don't do that. No, you don't do that to people. In, eh? I just, it's just a few things that riled me up, man few comments about United that I thought, come on, you're no saying that, <laughs> you, you know me? what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was just a, a hard time, eh? Yeah. Uh, for for me and, and a few other people at Dundee and for the club because there was people that still work there that were so disheartened with everything. Yes. Yeah. And that's the closest I've seen to a club I'm thinking, that's killing so many people. You're mm. killing, you're taking the heart out of the club um, but it's just a short, short period of time.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're, there's boys that I know that are well involved with Dundee and I've uh, been there for many years and they you know, yeah. that's probably the, the closest they've came as well uh, yeah. to thinking um, I can maybe move on.
3: Yeah, it was, so, it was so difficult. It yeah. was, and that, again, go back to the question that that's probably the closest I've come to yeah. to moving on because I thought I had my heart and head set that I'd have to leave. And it was mm. difficult to do, but I had
0: it, had it set that I might need to go. You kind of sensed it though like sitting from the stand, watching that team, that it just someone was off. Oh, it was, it was,
2: I think I felt I bad. I think when the, the appointment was made, it was universally not accepted. Correct. So we, we kind of weren't expecting um, much, but weren't expecting.
3: So little. That, so little, yeah.
0: yeah. Just, yeah. And, and some of the sign-ins. Uh, you know what, didn't even get me started on... Oh,
3: my this is it's a pg
0: there. podcast this thing paul it's yeah. a pg podcast Sleep yeah it up. yeah we'll go to the 18, we'll to the <laughs> 18 plus yeah <laughs> definitely well, we'll go into a wee a wee, a wee lighter, lighter thing yeah um oh maybe no lighter but who's been the biggest uh am i allowed to say that you're able to say that yes. i'm allowed to say that yes. right okay who's been the biggest <laughs> pain in the arse like either oh. a player that you've played with or even a player from an opposition actually pick
2: if you're able pick one that you played with and one that
0: yeah. opposition
2: make it tasty
3: pain in the arse that I've played with my mate Gowser he's honestly he's uh, I knew that would be the answer yes yeah, yeah. he's you know what he's me and him have, we've got like a, his play as a bit of a special kind of relationship and mm-hmm. the fact that when I was younger, they used to give me a torrid time. They did, and obviously it's been mm. highly documented that they've, they've done that. Um, but I, it made me, it made me kind of stronger for it. Mm. But we've got a good relationship now in terms of you know he's a, he's a good mate and stuff. Um, but the amount of times on the pitch that he has a and shouted at me, I know, like, oh, please don't, please don't. I know I've just gave it away again. And he, he's just like he's just the way he plays because he's so on edge and he wears his hat on his sleeve yeah. and that's just the way Gowser is. But obviously you'll learn to kind of deal with that as you go. Um even
2: when he does a bad
3: pass to you, he probably shouldn't yeah, yeah. do Why haven't game. why haven't you moved? He's screaming himself. Why
2: haven't you moved that fifty yards to get that? So I've just <laughs> learned <to, laughs> I've
3: just learned to put that as my fault. Yeah, was exactly. it. Um and the biggest pain <laughs> I've played against, I don't
2: or toughest, maybe toughest, might be a maybe a better toughest, one the, Yeah, other
0: I know energy. that yeah. somebody that just like that all the way through the game. <sighs> Gibran, don't I don't. Give her a.
3: <laughs> there's obviously that I'm not. I don't want to and say like boys obviously give you a wee bit try and wind up on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nobody that really sticks out. I just remember the thing obviously with Jordan Jones that when he died oh. for that penalty. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I forgot about that.
3: And I got I, I kind of probably got stitched up a wee bit in the press with it that. After it, they were all speaking about it. Um, And they were like, oh, if you get a chance this week when you play them. And I was like, yeah, obviously if I've got a chance, I wouldn't want to miss them. And they basically highlighted that in the sun, being like, Dundee defender won't miss. And they ended up beating us. And obviously Jones tweeted about it after. And I I didn't have Twitter, but I was getting shown it. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking to myself, I've been stitched up here mm-hmm. you know what I mean but I, I didn't reply to it I just left it so that's the only thing that I think cause yeah. he, me and him I had a, f- a good few tussles over the, the years and stuff like that so that's the only thing that I really think kind
2: of was I think I think
3: that, think. that game cost my car did that so was, was did. his last that job and, yep. it, and it was uh, a, it was a dive it was yeah, oh yeah a, mm-hmm. and yeah I kind of felt horrendous after that so mm-hmm. that was his last game Yeah. So I didn't mean to put that on you there. No, <laughs> I no, no, don't me. <laughs> Well done, Carmi. It feels
0: terrible, <laughs> there.
1: <though>. But yeah.
2: <laughs> Pointing uh, the finger right at a I know. <laughs> but um, I think you maybe mentioned uh, earlier on about football and heroes growing up. Um again I was I've I've got a picture of you and I was trying to find it last night. It's in one of the scrapbooks, and it's I think it was in like um, the, the the mail or something like that and it must have been like from an open day and it's a picture of you getting an autograph or waiting on an autograph for Andy McLaren. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, is he one of your heroes
3: coming up? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It was... Uh... I was wanting to slide it like line of duty yeah. CCC, you duty. Uh, the <laughs> well, I couldn't have made that, that uh... two pages and couldn't oh, find no. no, he was definitely not. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was... Again, like, that was me grown up. Yeah. Like, I do, I do have a little giggle to myself in the fact that, like, I was at all the open days, mm-hmm. I was at all the calendar sign-ins, I was there on the pitch trying to scoop the snow off for the Motherwell Mother game will. and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even on Friday, I was sitting there thinking, if I wasn't here, I'd be in the, I'd be in the stands. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. dental. Yeah. And that's when I've got to rein it in and be like, like, <laughs> I've got to play for the team here. Picture okay, i loving the the fire, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <the> no <laughs> pyro, no, yeah. pyro, yeah. Um, so all these things, yeah. But yeah, going back to that, that would have been an open day that I was uh, getting all lot autographs in, mm. and just being in all, all the players and stuff like that. So, any of the, in them it? Any players like, at
2: that time that
3: you fought? I don't know why as well. I used to like Simon Lynch. Simon Lynch? Yeah, know. I don't know yeah. why. But like, even mm. He was, when I was getting to that stage where I was going in like the dairy and that, did he not score that goal against Hamilton in the Cup? Scored, uh, it was, or or, or what's his name? Stephen Craig that scored maybe. Oh, Stephen Craig scored the winner. Yeah, he scored there. the yeah, winner and yeah. I, was, I remember that night. Um, Lynch scored
2: a few against St. Mernon. Mm-hmm. I think we beat them 4-0 at one point. And mm-hmm. He got a few there. I think St. was flying high at that mm-hmm. time. And, um,
3: yeah. Always, you always so, know like you always well, just like Obviously, when I first went, I was like Smith Zadzi, Zara, yeah. Kits, Baya, like uh, but then obviously we had the time in the championship and it was different players like Ian mm-hmm. Anderson and mm-hmm. um, trying to think about Simon See, Lynch. When I was younger,
2: Ian Anderson was one of the players that I, obviously when he came for the youth ranks, it was him and he winds me up with it.
3: Jerry
2: O'Driscoll mm-hmm. had the old you know the fucking and, yeah, yeah. and had O'Driscoll sign that one and Anderson sign that one that didn't, C- I
3: didn't know yeah. that he, he came back eh? <laughs> yeah he did and yeah. it wasn't until later that I was like alright okay he was a
0: youth and he came back yeah um, I didn't wind you up about O'Driscoll <laughs> maybe I did he was a gold machine <laughs> yeah
2: probably <laughs> <laughs> well, coming yeah, oh, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a wee here's a wee one on the on the spot, uh-huh. give us your uh, your best Dundee five-a-side team. Yeah, that's that you've played. But...
3: Yeah, because that's probably changed so many times. Mm. Um, I think I have been asked this a few times, and I've changed about three boys in it every time. Um, I probably go back. I'll go big grab in the goal mm. because obviously I was just coming through. He was the goalie. I thought, yeah, proper. Legend, um, and I'm going to miss people out there. I mean, I want to put Daz in there, but Daz O'Day, but Stephen Cocker played with us and he was absolutely brilliant. Um, so I'd go Stephen Cocker, Glenn Kamara, Charlie Adam, Paul McGowan. You left yourself out. I don't know. Yeah, I
2: would. yeah. Are yeah. you only manager? I'll just great. be manager. <laughs> he's, he's got his suit on the side. Yeah. he's got his ear. I've license got an ear the
3: ear. License, so I, no, <laughs> I would. I would obviously say I'd like to play in that team, but in terms of people that I've played with, yeah, they were. I mean, I could put Gov in there, but see for sheer like talent, that
0: mm-hmm. I'd go with that. Camaro was someone else. And you got I, worst. Um, that you're fighting. I would
2: hate to play on it. The, they'd do well, but I'd hate to play on it because it would just be moaning.
3: <laughs> no, Gowser. Paul McGowan on his same again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <nah>. Paul
2: McGowan <laughs> with
3: different hairstyles. Yeah, so. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it actually came in alright, to be fair. It's all been great. Fantastic, by the way. I know, I might give him a shout. I was <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hoping it. for a while it wouldn't come in, so I had something to there was a point
2: There was a point I thought that there's bits that have been balled that when they balled before. Yeah, and I thought this isn't happening for what a shame. It's wow. coming into winter, but it came in it's, great. It's yeah. blossomed. Ah, it's, it's blossomed like a fine rose or something like. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> what blimey! <leather. laughs> but um, we've spoken about maybe probably it probably was your least enjoyable time playing with yeah. Dundee, but we'll, we'll end the, the podcast on. What would have been your most enjoyable time? What could be have any factor in it at all? It doesn't have to be um, like a result based. Just a yeah, period. Best?
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I look. I look, and there's there is different times that I think, like when my breakthrough season, and I got Player of the Year because I looked at all the Player of the Years that I'd went before, and there was proper big names on there, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there going, I'm not that I've joined them, you know what I mean, but I had, I had. Got on that list, Rab Douglas, Neil McCann, Barry Smith, Kenichi. Yeah. All these boys that won Player of the Year,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and I now they, like now I'm there. But you want more of that, and you strive for it again. Like that was a time that I thought, oh my god, yes, I've done something, I've got because that was the Andrew DeVries Trophy. I always wanted to like mm-hmm. yeah. be one that won that. That was a good time, but I go back to when we got promoted in the COVID season. Mm-hmm. It's probably a moment that stands out only because I'd had a tough time and not playing for about three months. It was like that. Like, I go back to actually missed out. That was a tough time.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like it was. Nobody was in the stands. It was like I was kind of felt dead, isolated. There, I wasn't playing. Yeah. It wasn't. It didn't really matter what I was doing. I wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously that's up, up to the manager so I just had to keep working away but it was a tough time and to come at the end of that and play in the important part of the the running um, and then to go down to Kelly and that that night and like a, a photo that I, I keep is like the photo of the boys chucking me up in the air Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I all, like I almost yeah. feel like they maybe felt like it was like you've been through a tough time but mm-hmm. you, you've kind of Came above it, and you've got to, look to where we are tonight, and, and all that, and that was just like a proper nice, nice moment, mm-hmm. really yeah. nice moment. So yeah. that sticks out, Aye. for me. Because
2: as well, that season it was, it was a kind of slightly start, wasn't it? And okay. it, well, has had hearts to. I mean, it was hearts wasn't it? The budget they had, and yeah. what they 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 won that week, but we just had perform at the right time. Yeah, got the results, and the two displays against Kelly as well. Oh, they, they just, they, they, mm-hmm. Yeah, they oh, were good no, performances. No, yeah. Like
3: There's there's games you are playing that you think like there's just be moments that, that can change a game and everything's on like a knife edge but mm-hmm. they games were, were dominant. Yeah. As soon as the game started and the home game at Denz I thought we're on this. Mm-hmm. And yep. then I just knew. Yeah. So. When when they scored it wasn't in case of 2-1 up and it's half-time technically
2: Yeah. It was, you, you got it, they scored because yeah. it, it was like they didn't Dominate, deserve, that yeah, no, they, they yep. not deserve that at all. They didn't deserve that at all. So it went in there and, the early goals. Yeah, they helped down there. Yeah.
3: Totally silenced it was we but not worried about that, but they had the crowd mm-hmm. going in the second game, mm-hmm. eh? Which was obviously can help, but we just silenced them mm-hmm. early doors. So that that helped. So it was good. Yeah,
2: so hopefully we've got another promotion part to speak about Kami Kerb part two in ten years' time. <sighs>
3: yeah, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see, we'll see
2: but um, Cammy, thank you very much for coming on to no the podcast. really appreciate mm. that uh, it been fantastic great answers and all that I know Paul's been really excited he's been giggling like hell about it <laughs> the past couple of weeks so. he certainly has
3: yeah well thanks Absolutely. for having me on I've, I've appreciated that so it's been good no problem at
2: all and thanks for everybody for listening um, and we'll see you back next week with more episodes from the uh be the bonus podcast <laughs>